And we are now recording. How now? You see how did it start for me? Right. It all started for me thanks to this this uh, chap. That's. Uh, that, how did they get into horror in the first place? Oh horrors! Oh my god! Well, that's easy. The repeats on TV. Uh, it used to be like you know the compilation shows. There would be repeats like. Um, we used to have horror season on BBC One, didn't it? Yeah, I mean you, you you see all the uh, obviously Dracula was constantly being repeated, and, and then you would find this before like YouTube and, and internet, and obviously the um, running theme because obviously the stars were there, and I just remembered loving. Loving all this, all these films and admiring the quality of the acting. So for me, it started from when all the repeats on when like um, I remember. <coughs> I don't know which actor portrayed this chap, but there was Doctor Terrors. Uh, Was, it was a bloke who was dressed up as like a gargoyle or something, like a uh, gremlin or something like that, and it was Dr. Terry's House of Horrors or something. And it, it was very comical, and it would start off with like a fairground ride, and it would introduce like, and tonight's film, it's particularly, it would do like a really tongue in cheek with this mask. I think Steve Coogan, he did a, a piss take of it. Dr. Terror's Tales of Terrible or something, which was like a piss take of this um, of this of the show. But in one of them it starred an actress who has a connection with Pete Walker. She's a Scottish actress. She was in she was in Frightmare. House of Whipcord, and she was in uh, House of Long Shadows. See if you can guess the name of the actress. To, to give you a clue, her name is two Christian names. One of them works at the chicken factory. That person's first name. I'll let you think about that. Mm. Right. See what you don't know? Sheila Keith. Ah. Yeah, she was in. House of Long Shadows is one of the uh, one of the housekeepers. Uh, so yeah, from that there was always there were always about, weren't there? If you think all the horror films, all the classic ones, the Hammer films, the Hammer films. Week, Saturday nights at weekend. Virgin did one I remembered. Virgin, I'm not sure if it was Virgin, Virgin Vodka or something. They had a late night themed weekend. And they would show films like uh, Blood on Satan's Claw. Have you seen that one? 
not sure. It's good. Mark Gattis, I think a gentleman loves that film. And it, sh it stars the still gorgeous. Bloody hell. Linda Hayden. And another actor you will know, and there's, and there's another actor who, who played um, the rogue trader in The Skull, Patrick Weimark. I've also played a cameo appearance in The Witchfinder General as Oliver Cromwell. Because Ian Ogilvy's character in The Witchfinder General, which you know is a is a, is a Vincent Price vehicle and this young director called, I think Summit Reeves um, yeah. he died pretty young he did another film with Ian Ogilvy called The Sorcerer but uh, Patrick Weimark is in um, in this film um, another actor's name I can't quite remember but he's, he's about to see me and know him and the films like that, so they were like the Virgin theme nights, there was Dr. Terrace Hal um, I'm not sure what the film title was, but he would, yeah, they have this latex mask on, like a, it's like a distorted version of Freddy Krueger, and he would do some really tongue-in-cheek, I mean, it's a bit like an English version of Elvira, except Elvira's got nicer tits. Cassandra Patterson, I think they call her. Do you know what's something I found out? She she was uh, had a virginity taken by Tom Jones. Apparently, because he had a giant sized leak down there, she had to have her, her downstairs repaired because it stretched it. You know, yeah, I'm not sure. I found out on one that you know he tapping celebrities with the biggest willies. But yeah, so Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, had a virginity taken by Sir Tom Jones. Apparently, <laughs> so legend goes. Yeah, so from that, I mean, Peter Cushing was always about, so was Christopher Lee. And the Hammer films, I think, helped by repeats. Helped by, I'm not sure if there was a compilation show where it a bit like That's Carry On, but they would show like little segments from the films, or they'll be repeated on TV. So. And then you had your Hammer Horror or Mystery and Suspense. TV. Well, I've got them on DVD. I'm, oh, there was two, weren't there? There was, because obviously by mid seventies, the Hammer films, the ho the horror genre was kind of dying off a little bit. But there's one that I've got in that box set, which I'll put on for you. Stars um, Patrick Ma Patrick McGee. I'm not sure if that Imo played um, the physician in uh, in Asylum. Immel gets is uh, is in the wheelchair. Yeah. Um, and it stars the stars. Immel did. He was the first one killed in Fate of Blood. When he uh, he goes that ruined office block, and he gets stabbed to death. Michael Horton. <coughs> Pass him, Michael Horton. Come on. He's in it. Robert, Robert, Robert Hard is in it because it is another good, another good film which I'll have to show you. Which stars the ever 
youthful and sexy John Collins. Not bad, it's still in the 70s. Uh, yeah, yeah, that scene in um, Tales from the Crypt when she's running down the stairs. And she's not, clearly not wearing a bra, is she? The bout's been down like a bloody pair of uh, Slovakian athletes on a trampoline. She is in this film called Dark Places. It also stars Herbert Long, Christopher Lee, Herbert um, Long, Christopher Lee, uh, Peter Cushing's not in it, but he's in another one called Fear in the Night. That one is not so much a horror as more of a psychological thriller. It's good. Stars the beautiful, well not now, not as beautiful as Sally Geeson. Stars beautiful Judy Geeson. Peter Cushing. Is that bad? Yeah, I'll put that on. It's, 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 not, it's not blood and guts. It's psychological. But, uh, Ralph Bates. Peter Cushing. Judy Geese. In fact, there's not that many actors in it, to be honest. There's very few actors in it. But it is good. Um, so that's how I kind of got into horror, thanks to the repeats. So for some reason, it's like a lot of things. You don't like it, you don't like it, you don't watch it or listen to it. But for some reason, I got took with the old gothic, the classic horror films. And obviously later on I discovered ones like Madhouse, Vincent Price, Peter Cushing, Robert, Robert Quarry, who was also in the follow-up to Dr. Fives Rises Again. Well, that was the actual film, where he plays Beidebeck. Have you seen that one, have you? No. Have you seen the first one? What's that? The, the abominable Dr. Fives. Yeah, I've seen them both, but I thought you meant No, Beidebeck was his character. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. I've seen them both, yeah, it's quite good. Very tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> and a cameo appearance by uh, John Ford in the second one. He gets killed off in the uh, by a bird of prey who's been sent by many uh, but uh, And your next uh, never question again? That is it, never? Mm, yeah, that's back in the 80s, isn't it? There's quite a lot of films on in the mid 80s, like 85, 86 time, on BBC One and ITV. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, you know, sometimes they'll put them on, but sometimes, if you, you know, you've heard of a BBC One archive site, Jerome, where yeah. you can look back at TV listings, they can find out when they were actually on. And the majority of them was on between May and August, 86. Yeah, because the, the later films, I mean, now some are regarded as classics like The Evil Dead. But at the time, they were like shockers, weren't they? Oh, I got oh, Evil Dead 2 is more of a comedy, isn't it? Comedy horror. Yeah, because it's, it, it's, it's like Bubba Holtet. Now, that is a good film. It's That is comedy. Um, I had it on DVD, I don't think I've got it now, but I might have it buried somewhere. Basically, Robert Bruce, he plays Elvis, who lives in a retirement home. And he has to have his gentleman's sausage washed and all that. And, 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 all that. and then, and then it's a, there's a 
a black actor, I think he's dead now, Ossie Dave something. He's JFK. And he goes, hang on, but you're black. Yeah, you see what they've done to me? They've, they've swapped me around. Uh, and the tale is that the real Elvis, played by Robert, uh, that, uh, Bruce character, he got fed up with fame, so he swapped with an Elvis impersonator who died of a heart attack. So like the actual Elvis that died was an impersonator, the real Elvis became a tribute to Elvis. And he basically ended up in his care home. But in the care home itself, a lot of residents are dying because the, the spirit of Bubba Hotep is, is taking their souls while they sat in the toilet. It's funny. Really funny. Let's have a taste of this. It's decent coffee, Jeff. Oh, it's got a bit of a taste. You know why? Because that, that is... Look. This was £3 off the full price. Yeah. Five coffee beans out of five. So that's the strongest that they do. Well, big jars anyway. You've got to have decent coffee, Jeff. That's made with uh, seems to be called blend, gold roast for about a pound. Is that alright, like? It's not bad. So, you know, first thing in the morning, it's alright. It's not bad. That's what. That's what. Uh, that's what you had when you saved the mine. Yeah. You know, gold roast. You, you know. So when it when it comes on, I mean, what? Uh, I I bounce this one back to you. We'll do a second one later yes. on because. I know we, cause I said, we had that long period where we kept in touch online. Uh, obviously, when I went over to 2000 Poland, then obviously I lived at Umbrow, then I lived at the flat. And uh, I think once we did, once or twice we did call by your house. And then out of the blue, you got thinking, crikey, you know, there's a lot of weekends here where I'm basically a dog sitter. You don't mind it because you love your animal. You can't see your dog. Yeah. It'd be nice to get back on track again. So you got in touch. And and that's where um, you, 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 you come over and said, why don't we get, do our usual back to basics? So we had our first one. As you know, it was a rip-roaring success. We watched a crazy amount of films. Seven one night, eleven. About at least ten. And then we had the second one. We watched thirteen films. To our, our three morning. Now I think it was after the second one. What popped in your head that you suggested it maybe a throwaway remark or a a moment, a light bulb moment, mm. to like think. Well, okay, I work at a chicken factory. Um, I'm, 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 what, what we call, I'm an old school worker. Blah blah blah. I'm same. I whatever I do. Maybe if, because we have such a passion for the old school films and the old school actors, and we think largely. It's uh, a dying art. Oh, God, 
You can you can turn down potatoes when you want, Jeff, because it's in that five minutes and meat which will be ready. So what light bulb moment happened to you that you could think that I know we haven't really done much, but we'll get to that in the second part. What what inspired you to think if we could at least jot down I think you said screenplay, but I think screenplay is a bit more advanced for us. That'll be, that'll be later on, it's a bit more advanced because it's kind of like a, a film, it's like a script plus story, isn't it? Yeah. Without having that, we would need someone to send some uh, examples of which we can you maybe do something like that. But just to get a basic storyline down, which someone in the business could smarten up for us and then we could learn ourselves. So, what, what inspired you to, like, say, we could use our imaginations and maybe come up with something which you never know might have interested parties. Was it a, a, a flashbulb moment or? Well, nobody does seem to do their movies as much anymore. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's not done that much any anymore, and I, and I agree with you. I mean, I initially, and I, and I will. I think, yeah, I think like a modern day Midsummer Murders where something gets killed and it's like a drama sort of thing. I mean, well, for example, right, we watched The Nun again. We watched it properly. Not having our heads buried in phones every two seconds. Of uh, which you are majorly guilty of. Majorly. I mean, I wasn't bad. I was bad at all. But we watched the film properly, and it's not bad, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, that is kind of a lovely old. Well, that's set in a, an era that's set in the fifties. Oh yeah. The Conjuring again. It's set in a period where you know the first one that's sixties to seventies. Not bad. Second one is set like a little bit more modern. Well, it's back. It's set in the, up to the seventies because that's when uh, the Enfield poltergeist thing happened. Because they come like the latter end of the investigation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I I, I initially went. Nah, we no, you know, can. It's ridiculous, man. Bloody hell. Do you know something? I I I when I set up the the Twitter page for us, I mean I'll elaborate more because I think now it's a great idea. I just, I just need to get my brain yeah. free and I need to like say for example Sunday afternoon and Monday just really get on that laptop again either down here or upstairs and really fresh out some fresh ideas. Out, fresh out some ideas because I. I for yeah, ball. because uh, my problem was, as I said to you, I got so advanced with the Docker story and with the, the possessed vicar where the first one went mad, he didn't go mad, he was possessed. But From outside forces? Yeah, but the second vicar didn't realise that and he gets caught up in it. And all of them stories like that, especially like, um, I mean the... I've got an idea for the fatal diversion story, and I will show you the on the map as well. 
exactly what it was like. You know that term story reminds me of? Reminds me of that Scooby-Doo episode <laughs> where they come to this building and then they go in and they get trapped. Well, yeah, but you know, they said that was because of the good me coming from that poorly signposted diversion yeah. on the outskirts of Sky, somewhere past the Morrisons, and where that hungry horse pub used to be, which is now <coughs> uh, uh, a fish and chip restaurant. Speaking to uh, Winter season of the year, 1836. One that quite quietly lit night, a slight mist in the air, the Mayfair above. John Fisher, 
of a cross man pub. Ernie Brad with Fred Ramsdale. <laughs> 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 yeah. Alright. So got, got quite a lot here still. Yeah, exactly. I remember the one we made up was the cross and hand, wasn't it? Yeah. Got one, two, three, four, five, six, six pages of this on film. Oh, bollocks. Big occupied table, heaving with pints and empty glasses with a game of cards. Unusual Chapman that everyone else around them is oblivious to them. After about a couple of hours, I finish whatever drinks here. I do not sell to go, but be careful. Mm. As they wind their way down the street, I walk past closed shop doorways in which vendors are selling roasted chestnuts, pea soup, hot coffee. It is possible. Yeah. Ready for potatoes, yeah? Push them out? Yeah. They passed the puzzle in Crossland Pub, which is busy as Mayfair, but the music can see it. As they got near it, sounds of an accordion also entices them like a moth to a flame. Well, obviously, because they're slightly pissed. Got a strainer? Uh, yeah, there should be a bedroom somewhere. No, it's just the way I walk. You can tell her at least. I I rather not say I talk in my sleep. What do you mean you talk oh, is that why you said you couldn't? You mean you're talking to sleep? That's the way you see wife will find out. You could ruin my bloody holiday. Oh, I can still go fishing. Well, I didn't create curious some fishing, I can do some f <laughs> something else to do. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned the nip of a twain. £18 for all seasons. Yeah. We've got, um. You know, the 80s. 86 got like duty free. Mm. Uh, only when I laugh with James Boland. Yeah, oh, that one's so bad lucky on that one. Yeah. Me. Alright, do you want a spoon or something? Oh, well, it's the fork. Oh, fucks. Oh, 